Hi, I'm Matt Balsman, Regional Editor for Hagadone Media Montana. First off, a huge thank you for tuning into our podcast over the past year. Your support means the world to us, and it's inspired us to dive deeper into the world of podcasts. We've got some exciting updates to share with you. You might notice a fresh look and feel to our podcast lineup. We've revamped things a bit, breaking our shows into four distinct podcasts to make your listening experience even better. First up, Interlake News Now is simply News Now. Here you'll get Taylor's headlines, Melissa's local events, and all the timely news updates you need. Sports Now is now Keeping Score, where you can stay up to speed on local prep sports. Then there's Deep Dive. This podcast is all about exploring the stories of local people, businesses, and ideas. And if you missed last summer's Maritime Mystery Series, don't worry. It's now the first season of Deep Dive. And of course, our monthly concert series, Press Play, now has its own podcast. Get ready for exclusive interviews with local musicians and all things Press Play. You can find links to all these new podcasts listed in the description of this episode. Or simply search for Daily Interlake wherever you listen to podcasts. Once again, thank you for your incredible support. If you enjoy what you hear, be sure to like, subscribe, and leave us a review. Welcome back to another edition of the Interlake Sports Now. I'm Josh Dugan, and today we'll start this thing out with some local prep sports news, starting with the soccer scene, some exciting news, some state champions on the horizon. Maybe so. We'll get to that, and we'll close things out with a little Cat Grizz football talk as usual. Let's start out with that fall sports update on the local soccer scene where the Whitefish Bulldogs pulled off a Class A state championship sweep with both the boys and girls soccer teams winning state titles. That's very exciting, very impressive feat for the Whitefish soccer program. The Whitefish boys capped off a perfect season by beating Billy Central 1-0 to win their 10th state title in school history. Very impressive, double-digit state titles. 15-0 15-0 was their record for the season with zero draws as well. The Bulldogs won four straight titles from 2018 to 2021 before Columbia Falls won it last year. So the Valley has been holding it down at the Class A ranks in the soccer scene. The Bulldogs' lone goal came from Preston McPherson, who took a long pass from goalkeeper Ethan Bork and let one rip to find the back of the net. Bork had 11 saves in goal. For the Bulldogs, impressive stuff for Bork. As for the Whitefish girls, they hosted Columbia Falls in a rare cat-dog state title game. That's exciting. And nailed down a 3-1 win to earn their first state title in 17 years. Olivia Genovese, Isabel Cook both had first-half goals for the Bulldogs. And Delaney Smith added some cushion in the second half with a goal to put the Bulldogs over the top. Overall, they won that one. Josie Harris had the lone goal for the Wildcats on a corner kick late in the game. But congrats to the Whitefish boys and girls soccer teams, the Whitefish soccer program in general on sweeping the Class A state titles. Just an awesome achievement for the Bulldogs. And kudos to the Wildcats as well for making the state title game. You know, that deserves a lot of credit. They had a great, they did have a great season. So let's get into the prep football action a little bit. We'll move on to that Cat Grizz talk. So Glacier had a first-round football bye last week, a little playoff bye. They'll be back in action this week. But we did have some more cat-dog action with Seafalls and Whitefish meeting in a Class A battle in the playoffs, and the Wildcats did come out on top, 42 to nothing. Chris Commit, Cody Schweiker, had a huge game at quarterback for Columbia Falls. He rushed for three touchdowns, threw for two more, while completing 18 of 20 pass attempts for an extremely efficient 216 yards. Next up for the Wildcats is a trip east to take on Billing Central, who currently is undefeated at 9 and nothing. 
nine and zero. I don't know why I said that so funny, but they're undefeated. They've got nine wins, zero losses, and that's going to be a big test for Columbia Falls. But they've been rolling all season long. Can't count the Wildcats and Schweikert out. Nomad GCS for the support. So let's move on to a little Grizz and Bobcats football talk. Going to get into my takeaways from the Grizz win over Northern Colorado and the Bobcats lost to Idaho, starting with the Grizzlies who beat Northern Colorado 40-0 to at Washington Grizzly Stadium. They pitched a shutout, an absolutely dominant defensive effort in which the Grizz held the Bears to 94 total yards of offense. Grizz linebacker Riley Wilson was named Big Sky Defensive Player of the Week for his three-sack effort in the win. So... That all being said, my first takeaway is the redshirt sophomore from Hawaii, Riley Wilson. He's a star in the making. Game changer for the Grizz. When he's on the field, putting pressure on opposing quarterbacks, that defense just looks a little bit different. He's kind of playing that Patrick O'Connell role from a year ago, just wreaking havoc on opposing quarterbacks and ball carriers in the backfield. So the big takeaway is they have a real star in the making in Riley Wilson. Next up, another FCS star in the making, Redshirt freshman running back Eli Gilman. He was recently named to the Jerry Rice Award watch list for the top freshman in the entire country at the FCS level. Through eight games, Gilman has 614 rushing yards, eight rushing touchdowns. And in the Grizzlies' lone loss of the season, he had his least involvement, four carries. So I think it's safe to say moving forward, Montana's rolling. And when they're rolling, Gilman is a big part of that offense and needs to be moving forward because he's been a staple of that Grizzlies rushing attack. And he looks like a future star who we'll see for a long time wearing the Grizz uniform. As for Montana State, I thought they were going to beat Idaho heading into that game. I thought by a touchdown, I did not see that type of performance coming. I think Montana State let the big game jitters get to them a bit. They got away from their style of play. They only rushed eight times for 25 yards in the first half. And this is a team that coming into this game had rushed for 300 yards in five straight games. So it was very out of character. Malat was 2 of 10 passing in the first half. Sean Chambers only had two carries for four yards and no pass attempts. And Tommy Malat had two rushes for two yards. So heading into halftime, the Bobcats were not playing their style. They were completely discombobulated. It just did not feel like the Montana State team we've been accustomed to seeing. They did come alive down the stretch. They made a comeback. They, you know, they made a run. But it felt like overall Montana State tried to beat Idaho at their own game. They were trying to throw the football. And that just isn't the Bobcats' style. Idaho's running gun. They got a great passing attack. The Bobcats have a good passing attack, but they have a great rushing attack. It just felt like the Bobcats did things a little bit backwards. It feels like they tried to start with the pass to set up the run, where typically we see them use that awesome rushing attack to set up Chambers and Malat in the play action, the passing game. Like I said last week, I think they have the best play action attack in the country. You can't do that when you're not running the football effectively. So it made a real big impact. I think, you know, if it's not broke, don't fix it. The Bobcats, I don't know what they were doing. They messed with things a little bit. But they've been one of the best rushing teams in the country. I was really shocked to see that slow first half. But you got to expect they'll get back to it. Now, another takeaway. The Bobcats, realistically, they haven't had a lot of experience playing in close football games. They just haven't. They've been dominating teams. They've been blowing teams out, steamrolling teams in big sky play. And it felt like Idaho... In the close game after Idaho struggled the week before versus the Grizz, they learned some lessons. Maybe Montana State is going to take this experience, take this loss, 
and learn from it. Because realistically, sometimes you got to get punched in the mouth to grow as a football team. To sum it up nicely, my big takeaways, the Bobcats, they didn't stay true to their run-first-style football. They didn't set up the passing game using the run. And the Montana State coaches and players, you know, they could use this as an opportunity to learn from it, move forward with those mistakes, because ultimately they have a great coaching staff. They're loaded with talent, and there's no reason this Montana State team still can't make a deep playoff run. Sometimes you get knocked off your horse, you got to get back on and keep riding. So that's kind of where I'm at with the Bobcats right now. I think coming into the season, this is worth mentioning. My biggest concern for this team, other than their the health of their two running quarterbacks, because Chambers and Balak got banged up a couple times last year, a little one-dimensional on offense, and I was concerned what happens if the Bobcats get out into a shootout where maybe it's on the scoreboard it wasn't a shootout, but what if you get into a game where you need to throw the football to win? It's not a complimentary thing. Running the football is their focal point, but what about when running the football becomes complimentary and throwing the football is a necessity, and that was a challenge for the Bobcats. That's something I was worried about heading into the season. We saw that versus Idaho. That being said, their passing game, has made major improvements down the stretch. Like I said, this is an opportunity to learn from the Bobcats. Next up, they have a great chance to bounce back with Northern Arizona in town this upcoming weekend. That's a game Montana State should win, keep that home winning streak alive, get right back on track. As for the Grizz, worth mentioning, they got a top 10 FCS matchup on the horizon in Missoula this weekend with Sacramento State coming to town. So if you're looking for a more in-depth breakdown of the Cats and Grizz football action, go ahead and check out the latest Big Sky Now on the Hackadone Sports Network. So that'll do it for this week's Sports Now. I almost said Big Sky Now. See, I was talking all about it. It's been a quick show, jam-packed show, but I do want to take one more second to congratulate again the Whitefish Bulldogs for sweeping the Class A State Soccer Championships. Very exciting for the Bulldogs. And we'll keep an eye out next week on how Columbia Falls does in their playoff action and how. Glacier does. Top seed Glacier. Big game at home. That should be a fun one. So we'll keep you guys updated next week. No doubt about that. As always, that'll do it for the sports now. I'm Josh Dugan, and I'm out.